Hello. Oh, hello, Merlin. Hello, Dan, and good morning. Good morning to you. Are you uh, live and direct from the, um, the show floor? The oh, geez, I forgot I am. You are. <laughs> This is really embarrassing. <laughs> hey, can I get more of that Adwala you don't have anymore in a box lunch? Oh, man, it, things are crazy here. Busy down the there, The rumors right? are flying. Yeah, mm. there's going to be a smaller chin and a taller forehead and mm -hmm. uh, multiple pastels, uh, c colors of mm -hmm. M1. Mm. It's, a, it's, a, it's feeling a electric in the air. Somebody's just, uh, you know, just rolled uh, rolled Eddie off the couch and... Uh, <laughs> Un un untucked his shirt and retucked it and then thought better and untucked it and laid back down yes <clears throat> back to you dan i mean that's all i have uh okay i you know, you know i uh <laughs> i don't I, I don't i don't think i have a lot to say about this because because you know dan i don't i don't like you know how i am now right how i've changed i'm mm -hmm. a better person mm -hmm. i don't i don't want to make fun of people because of what they love that's not on brand for a merlin 2021 you know what i'm saying yes but really really do we hmm. we need the rumors do we need them what are you going to do? What do you do with that rumor? Uh, <laughs> what in the all of the seven hells are you going to do with that rumor? We can I rewrite it for and put some it up and say, reason, here's everything we know about 14.5 so far. <laughs> yeah, I used to get really into that back when. I know. We've talked, we talk about this to, by my reckoning, at least twice a year. <laughs> no, I, three times a year, probably, right? Yeah, I think three. We talk I, about this in June. We talk about this in September. Right. And then we talk about this, you know, sometime in the. The, uh, the random time. And the random times, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's exciting. Now, when you're young, when you are, you're when you're young, you have time to not only be aware of rumors, but to 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 have an interest in following them. And then, then like, I guess when you can the, correct people if they got the rumor wrong. And like, I really wanted to be first at getting the thing, you know, like a scoop. Like, they call it a scooplet. Not just the news, but like the the item itself. Like, oh, they're coming out. Oh, they're coming out with a new thing. I got it. Like, Dan, I need is this that. what they call FOMO? That. Is that FOMO? I think I've grown out of a lot of FOMO, Fremo. not all of it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we got to pick your fights in life. Mm -hmm. uh, I am. Uh, should, should we uh, step away from the bit for a minute? Yeah. I don't have a lot today, and we do want to keep it short because we have to go watch the goddamn event from the mm -hmm. show floor, right? Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. It's at 10 a.m. my time, noon your time? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's why we're starting a little bit early. And by a little early, I mean really early. You know, they say, they say uh, what is it they say? This is the rumor that I heard on uh, 9 to 5 Rumors, is that they say, it is said, <laughs> that uh, every hour of sleep that you get before 11 p.m. counts as more hours of sleep after. So if you, it, it's more meaningful sleep if you get it earlier. If you go to bed at, uh, I, I'm, again, I'm not here to criticize Merlin 2021, uh, but, but, you know, you say to somebody, uh, you know, you'll do better if you sleep from 11 to 7. Right. If you sleep, I've never heard this. That's really interesting. Well, there's lots of these little rules of thumb. You know, there's. I used to be. Uh, I, I used to be obsessed with reference books and pseudo para reference books. Uh huh. And like things like the Book of Lists, the People's Almanac, obviously the Encyclopedia, uh, and the Addenda, the yearbooks, uh, but also uh, stuff like this wonderful book called Rules of Thumb. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, in Rules of Thumb, in an updated version of Rules of Thumb, there's a reference to me in there that made me very happy to discover out of nowhere. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's an email tip. Um, but uh, but no, but like one of those, so it used to be they would have these great rules of thumb that was stuff like the, not, the amount of time you wait at a bank is the number of people in line times 3.2 or something that, that like always how to, how to pick a line at a place. There's a lot of stuff about lines. Um, uh, and why am I mentioning that here? 
because of the Apple event. Help me out, Dan. What was I talking about? It's very early. Oh, asleep. Sleep. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's where I heard that a 15-minute 15, a 15 shower is worth an hour of sleep, which, is, which, is, which feels true. It feels truthy. And I don't know where I heard the thing about sleep, but I think, I think the concept behind that is pretty reasonable, which is there's a number of things bound up in the idea of going to bed a little earlier. Boy, this is boring on this event day. I'm here on the show floor talking about sleep. You know, the thing is, though, I find it impossible to go to sleep early. That's, I think for some people, that is a condition of certain ages, the very young and the very old. Like, like, you know, like my my kid goes to bed at a pretty normal time. Her Mm -hmm. best friend goes to bed at like, well, her her best friend's a handful. But uh, she, she, I think uh, she doesn't go to bed till like one or so. Because, you know, I remember being 14. Yeah. I, I, the, the two, mem- two of the memories, there's always two memories with me mm-hmm. uh, that stick with me. One is, gosh, my body, when I was 14 or 15, a little older than my kid, but honestly, when I was 14, I found it virtually impossible to go to bed before 12, which made it uncommonly terrible to have to wake up at six. I remember those things. You've always, have you always been like that? You used to talk about your son would never sleep past, I think you said five or five thirty. Yeah, so he's he's maybe some totally people just are a little fine. wired a certain way. Yeah, yeah, he's fine now. Um, he he'll sleep. He'll go to bed. He can go to bed early. He can sleep a long time, and uh, it, it's a non-issue. But for me, like I I can go to sleep earlier, and I know that there's this window of time. Like sometimes it'll be like I don't know. It's like right around like ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. It'll hit me, and I'll be like, if Yeah, I just I call it the first down, window. Yeah, it's the first window, and I see it in my sleep tracker where it thinks that I'm asleep even though I'm not asleep, just because I'm still and pretty calm at like mm-hmm. 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it'll catch that as 45 minutes of sleep, but then I usually go to bed at almost exactly midnight, and it's like pretty steady, and I get up around the same time every day. Right. Um, but isn't that strange? Sometimes it thinks that it's like an afternoon thing because I think my sleep thing is partly obviously doing heart rate. And when it notices my heart rate is a little lower, mm-hmm. I think it's true for pooping and eating too. You have a window. And if you miss the window, it doesn't make it impossible. But I've known window poopers. I've known people where if they miss their window, see you again tomorrow, maybe. That just pushes you know them fully to the next day? I, there are people in this world where if they know the time of day, they, they, they know the, the amount of coffee. And there, there are people in life where one could set one's watch if one needed to set one's watch. Right? Mm-hmm. Because you know a, a person is about to take their coffee cup to the sink and go to the bathroom. I, I've heard, read about this. Right. Never know personal experience. But, and there's other people who are like, eh, I poop when I poop. I poop every few days or I poop. Ditto food. Now with me, if I missed my window, do you understand what I'm saying when I say the window? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're like... It, um. I think this is partly because of my ADD drugs and just partly because of inattentiveness. But if I'm in a regular kind of schedule, my usual day to day, I generally really, really only eat once a day, which I know is not good. No, that's but really bad. No, you're really bad. No, I, I'm sometimes telling you, it's really like, bad. I know, but I miss my window. For like, eating? So for, wait, for, there's a eating window too? Yes, I think so. Mm. So you buy that there's a poop window. You don't buy that there's an eating window. Yeah, because because I, well, I I don't well, I don't say that there's an eating window. No, I I think there is a poop you, window. You trying to avoid saying the word poop? Yeah. <clears throat> no, I just said it. But I think that okay. I think hmm. that there. I understand that there is a window for pooping for some people, for some but people. not eating mm-hmm. because not eating is when you want to eat. You're saying so. Wait a minute. Let me get this straight. 
Yeah, well, let's, we don't just eat. We don't. What's eat your normal? Let's let's pretend that you, for sake of argument, that you eat at noon. You eat your lunch at noon. Let's just say. Okay. Okay. You're oh, saying. Of course, this seems weird to you because you're an eating guy. Yes, yeah. you're an eating guy. People don't know this, but like, uh, so you're learning that I'm not an eating guy. Well, tell and me what that our, means. Well, our listeners may be learning that Dan, uh, and I don't mean this, in, in, this is not a slam, but I think you have a certain amount of dietary hygiene. I think you, you know, your or for whatever reason, my guess is, you know, your energy levels, you know, how you get, you know, your blood sugar or whatever. And, and so as you will sometimes say, like, we got to wrap because I got to eat lunch. Mm -hmm. But, but that also has implicit in it for a lot of people. I feel like when you say, I got to, got to go eat lunch, it sounds like, oh, wow, fancy you. But it's like, no, like, I, yeah, yeah, I need the break. Yeah. I need to not be talking to somebody for a little while, but yeah, my body also needs that fuel. And I know enough as a grown ass man. You know, the, the, there's a time when I need to eat. And if I'm, if I miss that window, I will be, I will be cranky. I will be hungry. I will be low energy. And I didn't get my break from you people. For you, do you feel like it's fuel for your body? Is that what it is? Well, definitely. And especially if you're, if you're doing any kind of like training, you like eating is non, like people are, oh, I skipped lunch. You know, I'm like, I'm sorry, you didn't work out this morning because if you worked out this morning, oh. by the time that Can lunch you comes around this morning, you you're ravenous and you literally would you know if 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 you would bludgeon the animal to death in order to consume it you're well, so explain to me like a dumb guy that's because you burn a lot of calorie calories in the workout i think so and i think it also uh -huh. changes your metabolism once you, oh, I buy if you've that. been doing it for a long enough time my lady's like that she's like yeah yeah you know she's a she's an athlete she's a runner she runs every day she still runs eh, sometimes occasional middle distance races but she used to be a marathoner She's like that. She said when she used to get home, she'd be, uh, she'd get home from, uh, she'd run across the Golden Gate Bridge for like a therapist appointment in Marin, run back across the Golden Gate Bridge, get home and eat like a pound of pasta. Because you could do that when you're 22. Right. And your body, your body needs that. Um, I'm not trying to be obdurate or opaque. I'm, it's more to say like, okay, I'm not going to make it about poop and sex all the time. Because who cares? Gross. Mm-hmm. Sex is gross. But, but like, for example, like you could say to somebody, well, you know, you eat because you got to get fuel for your body. Like another angle on that could be, you know what? I'm not even going to say it. Sometimes people eat just because they want to have a yummy taste mm -hmm. or they have a certain sort of a yen and leaving aside for a minute, whether that means an iron deficiency. And so like part of the problem with me is I'm like, I don't get that hungry in the morning and even afternoon. Mm -hmm. I, I can totally skate past. And again, I, I know that's not considered canonically healthy. But if it gets to be two or three and I still want a yummy food and I want fuel for my body, well, now I'm going to get myself into a situation because we're getting up to close to dinner time. Mm -hmm. And there is that element of, I quote unquote, don't want to spoil my appetite, but also just dinner, it's savory dinner is my primary meal. But the way I've tried to address that in the past, various ways, is to try to make that mental shift to understanding that food is fuel and it doesn't always have to be like a special treat. So like in my Atkins days, I always had like hard boiled eggs around. Um, I try to keep, again, like uh, it keeps like salami around. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Something like that. And I just, I tried to say to myself in a kind way, hmm. why don't you have a little bit of fuel right now mm -hmm. and have it not be something totally junky. Eat some, eat some protein. You know what I mean? Now, see, the interesting thing uh, for me is I don't, I don't snack. Mm -hmm. I don't either. generally. I, li I live with snackers. Eat in between meals. I just kind of eat at the meal. My family, and my family will eat snacks while I'm plating their food. That's disrespectful. They're just, they're, they're, 
oh, it's extremely disrespectful. I'm very much not appreciated, like all men who are 54. <laughs> so that's rough, but no, it's fine. They're like, you know, hakuna matata is what I say. Mm. Go ahead. Go ahead. So you're doing your ropes. You do anything where you swing the ropes around? <laughs> and then you want to, you want to got to go get some barbecue or something, right? I mean, that, that has happened, but no, that's not usually the ropes. I don't do the ropes every time. Okay. But if you were to talk it, about CrossFit, you never talk about CrossFit. It makes me think you don't do CrossFit. I don't. I think it's, well, I don't want to get in you trouble. Don't do, okay. That explains why you never talk about it. <gasps> okay. No, CrossFit, you don't want to know what I think about CrossFit because it's an unpopular opinion and I'll get lots of email about it. But let's just say that what I do is, is called powerlifting which is oh. different from CrossFit and it's different is, from bodybuilding. Is it intensity? <clears throat> it's not that it's more or less intense. It's mm -hmm. that powerlifting focuses on being, on having really, really good form uh, oh, so that you don't hurt okay. yourself, first of all. But second of all, so that when you're um, conditioning yourself, that your movements and the way that you're doing it is proper and good you know, like as a proper form, you're focused on doing it right, on avoiding injury, on I building it. strength. It's almost like a meditation or a kata. You're, you're focusing. No. There used to be this thing where they say we do, what, but isn't that part of it? It's like you're focusing on what you're doing. You're I not mean, doing sloppy, sloppy things that are going to rip a tendon or yeah, something. Yeah, definitely. There's that aspect to it. But the, the point is, the point is, is, is uh, building, building strength. Whereas bodybuilding is looking good, and these are generalizations. And CrossFit, yeah. I don't, I don't know what CrossFit is killing, killing yourself and sending yourself to the doctor is basically for money CrossFit. and money, and it's a pyramid scheme. And I don't, I've never done like CrossFit. improv classes for the lonely. Like the the when I had a trainer for the the few years that I had one, all that they ever focused on was proper form and. Mm -hmm. do, doing it right and building muscles the right way and, and resting in between sets and doing, you know, so like, for example, when you see people doing CrossFit, they look like they're operating at 120%. They're throwing caution to the wind and they're doing things like kipping. And they have the movements, they have the movements of very young people. And like it, sometimes yeah, you see somebody running and you'll be like, oh man, your future is going to be so painful if you mm -hmm. keep running like that. Yeah. And I don't, I've never, I have nothing against CrossFit. It's just not for me. It's just not for me. Mm -hmm. I'm, sorry, I'm sorry I brought it up. But I didn't mean to. I mean, to it, hurt, it hurts. Rip. It hurts. It hurts. It should hurt. It was wrong of me. <laughs> you know, America's roast beef. Yes, sir. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry I got that wrong. I owe you an immense. I am down on the show floor, so I'm a, I'm a little bit distracted. Um, Can you see Eddie, Tim right Eddie, now? Eddie, uh, Eddie just are? got up, tucked his shirt back in, and asked if it's cool. I think he said, "Is it cool if I finish your leftovers?" Hmm. They said, "Eddie, how much longer are you gonna be here, buddy?" Remember, I told you you could stay for a week. Remember? Mm-hmm. Is he still there, Eddie Q? You don't hear from him much anymore. He's on the DL. They keep him in the back. Oh, the designated loser. They, they, um, that, that's only in the American League. But yeah, also, he did he fix the App Store? Was that him? That's Phil Schiller, huh? I don't know what Eddie's been up to. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be anywhere. You know what I mean? I do. I don't have that much. Well, I don't have hardly anything prepared, but it strikes me. I'll go look at my document here. I have a couple things, new bookmarks I'd love for people to look at in my COVID bookmark uh, segment. Um, um, uh, you've been using a Kindle. Mm -hmm. I have you, some t uh, TV follow-up if there's time. Oh, I would love that. And do you want to, like uh, jokes have left the room, did you want to talk a little bit about uh, the Apple event today? You I would. do that as well. Yeah, I would. All right. What if I'm stressed out? Is there anything I can take that's not from a gas station? Yes. Do you want to do that right now? Do I want to do what right now? I'm just, I'm just asking the question. Oh, okay. Yeah, there is, there is something I can think of that would help you huh. with that. What's that? Feels. Feels. Hmm. All right, I'm listening. 
<laughs> Should we do it now? <laughs> Sell me. I Feels. don't care, Dan. It's okay, your let me show. tell you about Feels. Listen, if you're as God stressed it, out Dan. as Merlin is about Pastel this Apple IMAX. event, IMAX, Pastel IMAX, that, and ah, I mean, look, look ah. at let, let's let's put Merlin up uh, on on display right now. He's anxious Hello. about IMAX. I'm not. I'm not anxious. I'm optimistic. He's experiencing stress. He's got, ah. I think, chronic pain from Ow. all the worry. <laughs> And he's having trouble sleeping because he does, needs to know about the IMAX that might be coming on today. I don't even have a gas station near me. And uh, you don't want to buy CBD from a gas station. This is just my nope. advice. This is my personal. That's it's really not, good advice. Not Are you talking about reading. something you like? I would love to talk about feels. Feels. And if, if you, like Merlin, are experiencing stress or anxiety, like chronic me. pain, if you're having trouble sleeping at least once a week, you're not alone. Many of us mm. are having these issues. I was having these issues. And- then I discovered Feels. Feels is premium CBD that is delivered directly to your doorstep. It naturally helps reduce stress and anxiety and pain and sleeplessness, especially if those things are caused by the Apple event. I'm just saying this is just the thing people need Did to know. Did they print all of that on this the This is right bottle? here. I'm just reading. I'm just Someone wrote it down and I read it. Okay, I see. You take a few drops of feels. It's a li it's a tincture. It's a liquid. You put this under your tongue. You'll feel the difference within just a few minutes. And the thing to remember about CBD is that you've got to find the right dose that's perfect for you because everybody's a little bit different, right? So what you want to do is you leave room to experiment over the course of a week or so. You might need to take more or less. You might be surprised how little you actually need to take at all. And they even feels will send you a flight so that they give you their, because they have, I think it's three different strengths that you can get. And you can try them. You can just buy the one and experiment by giving yourself the number of drops that you want. They even have a free CBD hotline that will help guide your own experience through this. It works naturally. You don't get high from it. There's no hangover. There's no addiction. It just helps you with these issues and some more issues that you'll find out as you try it. But again, it's not, it has, there's not THC in it. So you're not going to get high from it. And it certainly is a better quality than the kind you're going to get from just a store or especially a gas station. And I don't know if it's just here in Austin, but there are signs up outside of every gas station that they have CBD. Don't buy that kind. Get the legit Dan, Dan, kind. I, I got to tell you the truth, buddy. I, I got to tell you. Okay. Look, if for me, with gas stations, I understand the, the economy is strange and there's gas deserts probably. <clears throat> right. But I feel like there's there's so many things that, that I wouldn't want to buy at a gas station apart from gas. A burrito. Like a snack. It may not be the freshest snack you've come across. Like maybe you want to get some Kodiak or some Skull. Like, I don't know if that's going to be, you know, super fresh. I know you love your Skull. Yeah, right. <clears throat> your Bandits, is that what you enjoy? <laughs> sure. And then, uh, or, you know, all that kind of stuff. But also like even that phone charger. You know, buddy, I don't know if that's going to be the best phone charger you buy in your life. You know what I'm saying? Let alone the drops you put in your body. They can't even afford to print it that small. They, don't even, they can't even tell you what's on it. And it does make a difference. You know what I'm saying? You buy the quality stuff if you're going to put it in your body. Get the good stuff and get, get the, the flight, stuff. the flight. You know, they say dose. I want to say intensity. Intensity of effect would be another mm -hmm. way to say it. Mm -hmm. They would express that in scientific terms as here's the amount of the CBD that's in here, but mm -hmm. you'll find a right, a right amount for you. You know what I'm saying? Experiment. So what you need to do, Merlin, is you need to join the Feels okay. community. You'll get it okay. feels okay. delivered to your door every month and you'll save money on every order and you can pause it or cancel it at any time. But trust me, when you start getting the benefits of CBD, you'll really enjoy them and you'll realize pretty quickly that it's easy to forget to reorder. This makes that a thing of the past. So go check out Feels. It is spelled F-E-A-L-S, Feels. So go to feels.com slash back to work. And when you go there, you'll get 50% off your first order. You will get free shipping and you'll be much happier. So again, that's feels.com slash back to work. 
50% off automatically taken off your first order with free shipping just by going to that URL. I use Feels every day. It is my CBD of choice, and I think you might like it a lot too. So thanks very much to Feels for making this show possible, Merlin Man. Thank you, Feels. Um, we appreciate your support. Buck, buck. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I need to sleep. <clears throat> what were we talking about? Apple event, COVID bookmarks. Oh, you have TV follow-up as well. Mm-hmm. Dan, you drive. Well, t- it's your show. I mean, I feel like the TV stuff is something I could get through pretty quickly, but it's interesting, and I think I think it would be worth talking about. So uh, let's Absolutely. do that. Bring it, bring it. Bring okay. It so as you know, I'm in the market for a new television, and I have been researching this. I didn't want to. This is one of those things I put in the category of, I feel like I don't care enough to put any real effort, and I have no interest in this, but I also know that it's an expensive purchase and it's yeah. one that if I don't put in the time, a costly mistake, I will make, I could potentially make a huge mistake. So I have to yeah. research it. And I almost feel like this is, this is about as interesting to me as researching rental car companies for a business <laughs> trip. Right. I know I'm going to need the car. And if it's a crappy car, I'm not going to be happy. So I have to look at what the different companies have and what their rates are because I could maybe save a lot of money at one place versus another and get a crappy car or whatever. Maybe the thing not close enough to the airport, whatever. You have to research, but you don't want to research car rentals. Well, no, do I don't want to research TVs. And looking for a place to pick up you know, food on the way to something. Oh, I right. never my thought that I do eat a lot more when I travel, which is interesting. Oh, that is um, interesting. I think it is interesting. I'm looking for ways to like kind of mark the day. But, uh, but anyway, um, but, but when you're driving, you know, usually for us up north, cause that's the good part of California mm-hmm. when you drive up north and I, let's say for the sake of argument that I wanted some Popeyes or I wanted, uh, another chicken chain that I'm not supposed to like cause they're bad, but they have great sandwiches and nice employees, Chick-fil-A. You go and you look it up, go look at any of those up. You're going to see a difference in the number of stars that those get in different places. It's nominally the same chain restaurant, mm-hmm. but each each branch can be, and this goes for rental car places too. I've been to some rental car, pl- dude, I can't even tell you how many times I've been to the rental car suite at uh, the Boston airport and they, re- they re- redid it. So it's better now, but it's still, it feels like something out of a Terry Gilliam movie. It's like <laughs> just all, not all enterprise are created equal. You know what I'm saying? They are. Lucky well, part with the TV. Very... I want to hear about your process because I've gone through this for my last two TVs mm-hmm. where I, did the waiting game. I talked to TV knowing friends and I, I ended up on a website that I just put in notes that I, that actually makes it fun to find a TV, but I want to hear about your journey and I'm glad, I'm glad you're scared. I'm glad you're scared. It's good that you're scared. Yeah. You don't want to get it wrong. No. Cause if you get something that's wrong for the size of your room, you find out there's something weird about, I mean, it's, you know, they're real heavy and hard to set up TVs. Yeah, they are. So here's, here's the thing that, I think television companies are right now because TVs really have become commodities. They really have hit, uh, I think a feature set that has, it's kind of just the same way that we talk about this with like the iPhone. There really isn't that much more that you can do with an iPhone physically anymore. Like you could make it a little thinner. Maybe the camera gets a little better and the battery life gets a little longer but mm-hmm. you, in the same way that we have with cars, like you're not finding crazy stuff happening with cars. It's just refinement, 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 make it better, make it safer, make, make it more fuel efficient or energy efficient. And that's kind of, I feel like where they are with TVs for the most part, like at some point 
your eye can't tell the difference past I've heard past like four or 5k, like your eyes, not even able to see the difference. Now I'm, I'm in my late forties. Now I really can see the difference between a non 4k screen and a 4k screen. Mm -hmm. But yeah. if I'm 10 feet away from this thing and as long as it looks pretty good and like, I know Syracuse is like, it's always talking about blacker blacks and, oh, you can see the pixelation. And like, I don't care about any of that stuff. I just like mm -hmm. all the TV, every TV that's on sale at Best Buy right now, all of them look so much better than the old TV that it doesn't mm -hmm. even matter. They're all great. They're all amazing. Now, in that way, it's a little bit almost like a laptop. Right. Where laptops are not, <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I personally, again, in the same thing as I guess, similar to phones, like. I, I want certain things out of a laptop that you could probably guess, but like, I don't, I don't want a Sony Vio. I mean, in some ways I feel like I got a Sony Vio with this dearth of, you know, uh, things I can plug in, but, but, uh, no, I feel that same way. And I totally get that with the TV thing. It's just, you also have to like, got to get something your family's going to be okay with. Mm -hmm. And like, it's one of those. And again, even if you think you don't care, you know how you said that, like, you can tell when it's a 4K screen? Like, in my case, like, 4K HD, I, I think most people could be forgiven for not being able to eyeball when something isn't 4K HD mm -hmm. or. Mm -hmm. But once you see something that is 4K HD, you go, oh, I see. Mm -hmm. The contrast is, is like, is so good, it almost hurts my eyes. Right. And then when you go back to the other stuff, everything looks mushy. Mm -hmm. So, but, you know, I, I feel you on that. And I think that's kind of mostly true, but even... You just gotta be careful because a lot of people they know people buy TVs on price. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of like mid-range TVs that are like the kind of thing you would hate watching in a motel room. Right. You just gotta be careful because they're like you're like oh. And I do think about that anytime I'm somewhere with a TV that I either want to watch because I'm in a hotel room or I have to watch because I'm stuck in a travel situation. Yeah. I'll often think, wow, really glad my TV doesn't look like that because <laughs> that that's so gross and that would suck if you spent a grand on a TV. Or more, it's not hard to do, and get something that you won't be happy with. Well, and and so, so there was, but and that, that that bugs a person. You think like I don't want to, I don't want to commit to this. And in my case, I, it's like buying a mattress or a sofa. I just procrastinate and put it off because it's such a costly decision where almost anything can go wrong and few things can go right. And I know that I'm going to do a bad job of explaining some of these different technologies. Uh, and so I don't, you know, the thing is, I, like, I really don't care. Like, they're, I'm close enough. I'm close enough that it, it's good enough. I know there's going to be a lot of people who are like, well, technically, they're fine. Mm -hmm. There is... Nits. How bright's the, the nits? There is, like, a basic, <laughs> what we've all had for a long time, like a regular LCD-type panel-type screen, that um, it has a backlight. So there's one light that shines mm -hmm. through behind the pixels. The pixels are changing color and the light is shining through behind them, illuminating these colored pixels and we see the images on it. And that's that's most TVs that exist in the world right now are if if they're like an LCD panel, that's what they are. The newer technologies that have come out and the one that everybody talks about and which really is the future is one called OLED or OLED. My understanding of what this is, again, limited understanding of what this is, is that the individual pixels or diodes or, 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 or something like that, they're actually individually illuminated. So every pixel or thereabouts is the light comes from the pixel, the call's coming from inside the house, the light is coming from inside the pixel. And that for that reason, you get this incredibly beautiful contrast. So when something is black, it's really black because there's no light shining behind it. Those pixels are in the off position. Mm 
And the right. pixel... And, but you do still have, with a good TV like mine, you still get extraordinary control over so many different aspects of that. Right. Like, you know, how 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 about you'd like it to be? Do mm-hmm. you want it to try and do that dumb thing where it's trying to save your eyes? But like, it is, when, when you first see it, I do feel like it's it's along the lines of maybe the first time that you saw 1080p. Yes, I remember it's like walking really into the good. store and I think they were showing Toy Story or something. And I was like, oh, I see. Mm-hmm. It really, like really we looks good. The, well, the first time we watched The Incredibles, like in non, well, I don't say non-digital. What, 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 the first time, we, because it does make a difference. If you watch a Blu-ray versus stream something, there is a difference mm-hmm. if you're a dork about it. But I, I still very specifically, I feel like, remember the first time we watched The Incredibles in 1080p, and the scene where Bob goes into Mr. Huff's office and like the details that you could see on the pencils and like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. every little bit of it, every little line in his face. And you start to see all these textures that you would never in a million years see. You see that as a plane that creates a person's face. But when you get up close, there's like there's hairs and there's, you know, texture. And you're like, oh, my God, there, this, there really is a difference. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's a little bit like that with 4K, like watching some things some things in 4K HDR are just like, you know, even just the stuff you stream from Netflix, it can be pretty mind boggling. Definitely. And I think, you know, and so OLED, OLED is mm-hmm. leading the pack and that is by far the the best way to go. This, the other, for now, for today, the new technology mm-hmm. that is also out is QLED mm-hmm. where, and again, I'm sorry, I'm getting this wrong, but there, this is <laughs> sort of everybody, Dan. <laughs> this is sort of like the the poor person's version of OLED, where it the individual pixels are not illuminated, but instead of having just one, uh, one giant light behind the panel, you have multiple lights that are either around the sides of the panel or are individual ones that can be intelligently dimmed <clears throat> so that when, if there is a lot of black on the screen, for example, the lights behind that part of the panel will dim, therefore making the blacker blacks and the, the brights even brighter. And so mm-hmm. the way that I've heard multiple people explain it to me is that QLED is all about brightness. And making mm-hmm. things hmm. seem bright to kind of get close to the OLED look. So anyway, these are the, and then there, like I mentioned in the beginning, then there's a sort of more standard LCD panels, which at 4K look really good and can be HDR, but they don't have these other special things, which is my other TV that I've had for a while that's a couple of years old that I think looks really great. So the thing that's tricky about all this is those are not the only features that matter. Other features that matter are, of course, you want a handful of HDMI ports. You also want uh, USB ports, and they need to be um, the the ports, the HDMI, and I think it needs to be 2.1 now, uh, the HDMI, because 2.1 is mm-hmm. something that like, it wasn't confusing enough to have all the different the, the matrix of what we call USB, but HDMI can be really confusing too. Oh, I know and, it, and but and that's another one where there's a cost to going the wrong way ironically enough, like I've spent a fair amount of time trying to keep track of this stuff. Uh, but if you don't know what you're doing, well, first of all, my God, there's never enough HDMI ports on, on a TV. Mm-hmm. But but I thought I was being a good fancy lad and buying the most high-end HDMI cable that I could find. But like, I, I think this is kind of true with Ethernet, but there's a, there's a kind of super fancy HDMI. And I'm not talking about like gold cables, but like 
there's just more throughput. They do a lot more. And you, in your research, I'm sure you've come across this. Mm-hmm. I bought one of those. The problem is the thing's like a rope. I mean, it it's so heavy and so thick that it actually, like, for example, I got it for my fancy Blackmagic camera mm-hmm. to capture HDMI into stuff. Yeah. But the problem was the cable is so heavy and so rigid and so inflexible. Mm-hmm. It's like if a donkey was a cable that it you it won't stay seated in anything. It goes flying out. Think about the rigidity of something where when you plugged it in, it would just go, nope, bloop, goes back out. There, you know what I mean? You've, you've probably had that with smaller cables yep. too. Yep. But And that sucks. Like if you're trying to make your TV area not look terrible, and like me, you bought some of those little L brackets for making them, you know, you know what I'm talking about? The adapters that oh, totally. like add a bend, yep. that kind of stuff. But like, you know, you you need the thing that you need and it's not surpassingly easy to decode all of these things. And if you had to find ATV in your budget, the size, et cetera, just based on one factor, like you, you could pull that off, especially if you don't care. But if you care even the tiniest bit, guess what? There's like 14 other factors to consider. Even before we get to, is this going to be a good TV a year from now? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's so overwhelming. And it's, it's all, so much of the stuff is really phrased in this kind of jargon or not jargon, but you know, it's like buying a Synology. You go to these pages and it's just all features and bullets and it's hard to say like, well, which one is good for me? It's really frustrating. So you're leaning toward the QLED? Well, maybe because apparently a lot of people are saying, so this, the two, the HDMI 2.1, for people want to know what that is, it's basically new features and more bandwidth, which translates into higher resolutions, better frame rates. And when is this important? This is most important for for video games. Exactly. So if you're one of those people that has like a PlayStation uh, or an Xbox or wants to, or plans to get one of the new ones, 2.1 is going to give you as a gamer, all of this amazing stuff now there's then there's also the like refresh rate of um uh, of it so the, the resolution and frames per second you want that to be 120 natively you don't want it to be you know and you don't want it to they'll they'll call it 240 which is software enhanced but that means it's 120 you don't want it to be 120 because in reality then it's less so there's all these other little details that you need to think about even just with the hdmi connection and not all of them mm. will have a 2.1 uh, thing right now, only the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series Ten or X uh, are the ones that can even support that. But they're all going to go that way. So in in a year or two or five, you're going to want 4K at 60 yeah. or 8K at 30, and you know. So uh, these are all these stupid little. And then you get into the whole gimmicky stuff, which is where you'll start to see what operating system the TV runs. I think it matters, but I do agree. And in the LG family that I am in. They have this, I think it's called Smart Q or something. They've mm-hmm. got all this nominally, supposedly AI stuff mm-hmm. that can run that I think mostly is just there to wheeze your juice. But <laughs> yeah, you're right. Everybody's got a special sauce. Everybody wants to have something that's like a branded version of something. I mean, I'm, I don't mean to sound cynical, but this is you know business. It is capitalism. And you need something. If everybody, if everybody's screen was mostly the same, plus or minus 20%, it, it, then that makes it hard. I mean, there's a reason Comcast rebranded their cable stuff as Xfinity. I don't think right. it's a good choice, but it's a choice that I understand. I guess on some level, I understand why the venerable institution behind the Chicago Tribune became known as Tronk. It looks like people want to give something some kind of like fresh coat of pain or, you know, call something Siri, I guess. Right? Yep. But like, is that really valuable? Is that good? Like my late father used to say, people in first class, all you get to do is hit the ground first if you crash. 
And like you don't need electric windows and you don't need electric locks because all that does is add stuff to break. Right. That will break and is expensive. So if you don't need those things, you don't you think you don't care. You may need to care someday. And it's useful to find out whether this is a thing that's going to create problems or solve problems. Mm -hmm. And maybe you don't want bells or whistles. Right. You've got a lot of the John Gruber's of the world who do not want anything smart about their TV. I happen to love that aspect. I have my qualms about how it's implemented, but I love that. Well, you were the but first like, person, Merlin, that I remember who I, because my limited experience with, you know, it, smart TVs, that is TVs that have an operating system and that you actually can <laughs> stream stuff with or whatever was so bad that I kind of ignored it and disregarded it and said, well, that's stupid. I don't need to care about any of that. And then you started it, I mean, talking it's basically about like it. this stuff. Yeah. But it's like the stuff where like, you know, my dumb thing now where I always, well, back when I traveled, I bring a remote mm -hmm. and I have a PDF of all the codes for the remote. So yeah. that basically gives me um, a non-rectal remote title that I can uh, use. And so most of us are used to seeing a TV's, if you like menus, if you're like a power user, maybe not a genius, but a power user to go like, oh, of course I'm in a hotel room. So of course motion smoothing is on. And of course, to me as importantly, sorry, Todd, is that they've done something so stupid with the aspect ratio. Mm -hmm. You've been in a hotel room yes. and like, you know, it's digital and you know, they got digital like digital, you know, they got analog and digital. It's probably from a satellite, mm -hmm. but it's all the analog, like 720 channels. You're not getting the digital, like 1080 channels. And it's like, ugh. so, but that interface can be so bad. It's got that digital watch problem often enough. What I call the digital watch problem, which when I was a kid, there was a button to go into different modes. And then you use two buttons to do all the adjustments. And there are still things like that today. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like there's get, get out of user using mode and get into configuration mode. And then all the buttons are, are responsible for doing more than one thing. Right. Without a graphical interface. So you never know where you are. And I feel like that, that for most of us, our exposure to TV smarter otherwise was the first day we, in our case, back in the day, bought a Vizio. Right. A 1080i yep. Vizio mm -hmm. from, um, what's the one that's not Walmart? It's Circuit from, City. Uh, Costco. From yeah. Costco. Mm-hmm. Carcass City, yeah. And then, um, and then, but like, yeah, yeah. And then after that, you don't worry about because you're just going to use your cable box or you're just going to use your TiVo. I, it's only in the last little while that the equivalent of an, of an Apple TV sort of lives inside your TV. Right. And that's the whole thing that's weird because you mentioned, John, uh, I think there is a lot of people who think of a TV or think a TV should be the same thing that a computer monitor is, which is, it's just exactly. a, just a it's flat a computer display. And it's a monitor. Some people think of TVs as monitors, like right. we did when we were little kids. Right. And yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. And I think a lot of people think of them that way, that they're like, I don't want, I don't want it to have an operating system. You know, oh, I don't I, want I, to know I anything understand that. that. I, I, I see tremendous benefits from that, that I'd be happy to enumerate at some point. But like, there, there's just, there's so many times where I'm just, I'm just ready to throw my Apple TV out the window. Well, it's, and that's the thing. And this, and if your TV has a good solution, you don't need to worry about it. My TV has so many better solutions. You know, what's kind of cool being able to do other stuff while you keep watching a show and without having to do PIP. Like there's the, the mode, the modes on Apple TV are so odd to me. And like basically the, the extent, so I spent a lot of time on my TV, uh, if I'm not watching something bespoke, I'm watching something live on Hulu you know, like cable news or whatever. Right. I can swipe from the top to the bottom to get access to subtitles, et cetera. I could swipe from the bottom to the top in my case to go to the Hulu like live view. 
But like how many times you've been watching a show and you're like, oh my gosh, what, did I hit the wrong episode? What episode am I on? And the only way to really see that in some apps is to make go, To out. go back out and back in again. That's insane. So Whereas with my, with my LG, there's a little... I don't know. No, the LG, called, my understanding is the LGs run something called WebOS TV, and that's the name of the operating tremendous. system. It's awfully good. But the point is, in this case, in this instance, like, so sometimes I'm trying, you know, because I'm a cuck, I use my Apple TV. There's not much I, you know what I would miss if I didn't have my Apple TV? I'm the only person in the house that feels this way. Hmm. The only thing I would miss is Siri, because I do use Siri. I have, I've used the TV with the t- Apple TV, with Siri long enough to know that there are some tasks Let's go, you and me, you know, quarter mile, quarter mile. Let's see who can get to the thing faster. And I can pretty much promise you there are certain things where I will win with Siri. Okay, but let me let me pause you here for a second and say yeah. this is an entirely, I mean, it's not brand new, but it is a relatively new uh, detail in that it's no longer, we're no longer, it used to be with a TV, it used to be back in the day, what does the TV look like? Okay, then it became what resolution <laughs> is the TV? Yeah. Back and, when TVs used to be more of furniture. Right. And then it was, well, how many, how many ports does it have? And no, no, that's not enough. What version of HDMI is in the ports and what technology is used to illuminate the screen? And also what does well, it do, look do like? And like now what remote? operating system? Yeah. Do you like the remote and what right. operating like system does it Mostly you're using, you're using the remote as an affordance, as Don Norman would say, it's an affordance for changing the channel and the volume. Right. So even you don't have to deal with, with a smart or dumb interface apart from setting it up. And then as long as you, and again, who knows, will you like the remote? Maybe you just don't like the way it feels. Maybe you didn't notice that it doesn't light up at night. Well, now guess what? You spent over a grand on something that makes you sad. But like that used to be the extent of it. You're, you're right. This this all feels very. Right. Now we have to worry about an recent. operating system. It's not bad enough to know. Yeah, We've got to know, know what what operating system does your watch have? Your phone and how much? Your how iPad, much? your computer. Know, your know, Now it's your TV. Now it's your TV. Yeah. What version of the operating system? love technology, system? Dan. Now look at you. Look at I know. you. So, I know. It, but, but what's interesting about this is you might be able to go and get a new TV and not need to connect a Roku or an Apple TV or a, you know, a Fire Stick or Chrome whatever cast to it <laughs> at all because the, 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 <laughs> the software that is on the TV might actually do everything that you wanted to do. And yeah. you might not need to plug another thing into it at all. And this is something that I've also learned. And so there is a value to getting a TV that has a good operating system on it. As stupid as that kind of sounds to say, because you might be able to save well, 200. If you don't know what you're talking about. We well, might save I mean, 250 bucks because you don't have to buy an Apple TV to plug into your TV. Everybody's on on these dumb sites, oh, no, sorry, these extremely useful sites about rumors, like, oh, this new, um, you know, the new Olio watch syncs with blah. And, and it's like, yeah, but look at it. Like, this thing's garbage. I mean, it's the reason I, I use Apple stuff, prime, well, I use Apple stuff because I've always used Apple stuff. It's the Heinz ketchup of my computer life. You use what your parents used, right? But in my case, like that's what I used in college, so I use it. But I like the hardware and I like the software, and and it's really important. Both are really important, and it's like I I feel like I feel like uh, I'm probably driving you crazy, and I'm certainly driving our listeners crazy. But let me tell you, buddy, you think you don't care until you're going to super care, mm-hmm. and like there are nobody is going to warn you off spending more money you would have liked to get something that you didn't really understand. If you don't have if you don't have a Sherpa to walk you through this, don't even get me. So this has been the topic of so many podcasts I've been on, including this one. It is ridiculously easy to buy the wrong Synology. 
either you didn't account for how expensive, how yeah. costly it would be once you buy drives, mm-hmm. or like most people, you think, oh, cool, it's a NAS. I just need a two bay. And it's like, oh my God, dude, no, mm-hmm. that's like that's like trying to save money on a car by buying one with two wheels. <laughs> like, don't do it. A lot of what makes the car valuable is having the four wheels. Right. And like, I could have told you that's a really bad idea. You thought you didn't care. You thought you were only on the hook for a grand. Well, now you you have this thing that you paid a grand for, and it's not good, and it's not scalable, and you won't use it, and you'll be sad, and you didn't know what you needed to have cared about because you didn't think you cared. Okay, so let me let me jump in. I, I was contacted by a handful of people who offered me wonderful advice. Many of them contacted me on Twitter and told me <clears throat> all kinds of really, really great things that I didn't know. And a lot of the people that made suggestions to me uh, were people who that one person like worked on screens and sold TV. There's people all over the place. Okay, so check this out. This is the part that is completely frustrating about this entire thing. Okay, listen. Mm-hmm. You can get a 55-inch 4K LED LCD TV for 450 bucks. <laughs> you can you can also wait, spend on. 55 inches? Yes, 55-inch uh-huh. LED LCD made by Vizio. It sounds like something you'd get in a store in Times Square. You could, no, no. It also sells luggage. Totally, totally legit. You could, yeah, Mm. those are beautiful pictures. So those- (laughs) Oh, anyway, I just want to show you that's what the interface looks like. It's cool looking. They call these blades. Mm. These blades come up. And so once you hit, you see the house house button, the home button on the remote. Um, I'll put this page in notes. But when you hit the home button, those blades pop up from the bottom of the screen, kind Mm -hmm. of like the the way that live TV works on Hulu. Right. And now- you, those are or those are manually arrangeable and configurable. Those are also, you can have it configure it for you by saying, oh, it looks like this is the app you use the most. You use YouTube a lot here. But then you can navigate through all of those. And in some cases, you even get the top row style pop-up mm. where like if you go to YouTube and while you're, you're still watching your program on the main part of the screen, you pop over the YouTube bla- uh, blade and you see stuff like recommendations. And guess what? You can, there's also blades, you can do custom blades. So I have a blade for Brian David Gilbert's channel on YouTube. You can get extremely specific. Hi, Apple. That's the kind of thing that would be really cool. I would like I would like to have an automated way to go straight to watching live TV. Like, I would love to see you excel at the John Syracuse rule, which is, by the way, from now on, when I turn on my TV or my Apple TV, I want it to go straight to the last channel. I want you to make it like 1978. Like... But you can't do that. There's five, there's a minimum of five clicks to start watching TV. <laughs> so keep going. So that seems really inexpensive. Well, and Vizio, it is. It is. And Vizio this is the used thing. to be the king of the cheap TVs. Right. And I think they, there's a new one called TLC that's from China that is now below that even. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Four to $500, you can get a 55 inch 4K HDMI TV that's going to be pretty good. It's probably better than the old TV that you have, but mm-hmm. you can also get like an LG 55 inch 4k, you know, TV that's going to have all the stuff that you want. That's going to come in more like 14, $1,500 for like a Samsung or an LG. Um, Sony. and yeah, Sony for sure. And so that's the thing. There's, there's an LG, the one that, that the, every single person who is like, just go get an, you know, 
that that kind of answer. They all said, just get an LG 55 inch CX series. They're all great. They're the best. And they're right. Oh my God. They are. <laughs> they are. They're the best. I think that's exactly what this I didn't I didn't used to have a CX. The one I have now is a CX. But they're they're also and I could the, not be happier with it. They're also expensive, but you get they're what super you expensive. Pay for. Yeah. And so yep. it's that's kind of the struggle. It's like, but like I you, could, you used to drive a BMW. I would never I in one million years drive a BMW for reasons that would take a whole new podcast for me to talk about. Mm-hmm. I You talk about, so basically every time you start talking about how you don't actually quote unquote care about TVs, like imagine me in cars mm-hmm. where I like, I like cars so little that I don't want one. I, I benefit from us having one, but like I could not be more in the mode of, I just want my ass to be in a different location mm-hmm. and I don't care if it's adjacent to leather when I do it. Right. Like that, that, you know what I mean? Whereas for me, the fruits of my labor and my, my suffering under the tutelage of uh, the, the mini face god, John Syracusa, is that now I know, and I'm very confident spending that amount of money on that. You know, you got to pick your fights in life. You do. But the thing is that that you can, so what I'm, but I almost feel like there shouldn't be that much of a difference in price. You shouldn't have an, a thousand dollar difference in price for what is essentially kind of the same item. Like that seems to- A lot of people say that about phones. I, I know they do. I know they do. But <laughs> as I'm now entering this world of, of the screen, and this is the other thing is if you're in the store and you're three feet away from the TV, that's very, very different from you're sitting on your sofa that's nine feet away from the TV and the windows are open. So it's bright and there's glare and they're at an angle. Mm-hmm. Like it's very, very hard to really know how these things are going to work in your real life conditions very different which also from, applies to couches again it it's another one of these things where if you didn't bring a tape measure mm-hmm. like you're going to be so sad I, i'm sorry to keep interrupting you but like i feel like for every single one of these cases there's something that somebody else could get through analogy and boy do you ever want to not buy the wrong couch talk about very sad. true very true we had some people move in some some nice gals uh little students move in a couple years ago and they were having like a classic like Mentos situation where they title where they couldn't get their couch up because the couch that they had bought off Craigslist, they had never thought about needing to take it up 13 steps onto a small rise. Right. And then needing to open the door on a house built in the twenties, mm-hmm. go up another fifth, 13 steps, except, Oh, by the way, did I mention that those 13 steps also have a bend on the second landing? Mm. And you're now playing a game of Tetris that no one can win. Right. And, and, uh, this thing could be true for a TV. And the funny part is with the TV, I'll tell you the truth. I love my TV. I'm finding it to put in notes. I'm, I'm willing to say uh, how much my TV cost Mm -hmm. because I'm growing as a person. But you know what? I would say to somebody, if you are in an extremely, if you're in a mostly very bright room for most of the time you watch it and you don't watch it that much at night, boy, I wouldn't get my TV. Because even if you find a mode where you can get it a lot brighter, I love how dark it gets. Right. But I, I have to say, as much as I love my TV, there's lots of places or situations where I would say, don't get this TV. My This TV is too big for most people's small San Francisco rooms. If mm-hmm. it's not like a big media room. Right. It's way, it's crazy heavy. Setting it up was such a pain in the ass. And if you want stuff like, maybe there's some obscure channel that you love that's not available on WebOS and you don't want to have a box. Well, every technology decision that you make, whether you like it or not, we've talked, I talked about this a lot, I guess maybe a year or two ago, but you know, the ecosystem that you're in ends up being really important. And it's, it's, 
it's nice to think that it's becoming less important. Well, that's what I was saying need... before when I was saying that the, the, the operating system on your TV matters. And also, is the company that's behind that operating system going to release updates so that when the app, you know, new Apple TV app is out, like, will they update to it? Right. You know? But just to say that there's no piece of technology about. that exists in obscurity. And it's right. a fantasy to think that it is. And, and in this instance, I don't want to be a smart ass, but like, okay, so how does the TV stuff get into the tv boy there's a lot of angles to that like how fast how fast is your internet like that sounds dumb right why would i mention that because obviously all of these things are completely detached how about this you're gonna you want to stream 4k uhd on your new tv good for you i do that um how fast is your internet what's well, fast enough oh so you've streamed 4k uhd in the past and it was satisfactory because guess what you're gonna get a lot of plex timeout messages and you're going to get a lot of eventually Netflix saying, nah, mm-hmm. like that's not going to work for you. You need to go. So now that investment that you spent all that time researching as if it were this one device in obscurity, you're going to be so sad now because you can't do the thing you wanted to do, which is stream TV. None of this stuff is an island. Like it, it, every one of these things, and this is, I'm, I'm, I am problematizing this because I think it's one reason people get frustrated is it seems impossible that so many things could be sort of connected to each other, but all the way down to like, oh, fine, you want to watch physical, you want to do physical media. Well, like, you know, what are you going to attach to this? Do you have enough HDMI ports? Like all, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's maddening, but it's kind of necessary. So what are you going to buy? Well, I don't know, but the, the, the mm. point, the point is that it's I'm sorry, a, Dan. I'm 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 trying to keep this interesting for people who don't care about TVs. I apologize that I keep interrupting. I don't understand where you're going with this. Well, where, I'm trying I'm trying to find the thread and join you in it, but I don't know what you're talking about. The, what, what are you want to buy a TV, but you don't want to buy a TV? No, I'm. What, I'm, you, what is I'm it getting you there? Um, so the okay, the, the point <laughs> is, and this is this is what also makes it uh, trouble, is okay. a lot of people don't want to order something like a TV over Amazon or somewhere else because when it shows up, if it's not broken and you put it in your room and there's a problem getting it back to them for whatever reason, Mm. even if it's as simple as didn't like Mm -hmm. it is very, very difficult to do. So you're inclined to want to buy it from local stores. Well, locally your stores are probably going to be one of three places, Best Buy, Sam's Club and Costco. Costco and Sam's Club don't always have the regular versions of the TVs that you might have read about and researched online. They're going to have a slightly different version. You're totally right. This goes all the way back to department stores, Mm -hmm. mattress stores. There's Mm -hmm. like a slightly different version. That's exactly right. Mattress is a great Leslie Harpold used to talk about, I mean, there's basically two people in America that make mattresses. Mattresses and sunglasses are all made by, well, not that would be very interesting. All sunglasses are made by the same company. And most mattresses are made by a couple companies. And then each one of them, each each mattress despot or whatever gets its own version. Right. Dan, that's maddening. That is, that is a, as they say in the UK, a spanner in the works. And so maybe the version of the TV that you want is the one that you researched. And it's going to be model QN55QADTAFXZA. And the one that Costco has is QNN58QDTFFXZA. And you're like, what? What's the difference? You. And you don't exactly. know what the difference is so i i my my point is the mattresses they do that specifically to make it difficult to impossible to compare and so where i am with all of this 
is in this frustrated point where I don't want to spend a lot of money on one of these things, but I don't want to spend too little money on one of these things. But where I'm going with it is I'm probably not going to go with an OLED because as much as I think they're beautiful, I Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's a little out of my price range right now. I'm probably going to go with a QLED, which means a Samsung, but I wanted the Q7 versions and now all the q7 are sold out to make way for the new q8 which are 300 dollars more so that i'm hmm. basically have uh, i, I what need a morass i Talk need about to a make a decision target. and i've i can't i don't know what to do so i'm just gonna basically go into costco and say that one hmm. and maybe hmm. it'll be right and maybe it'll be wrong and i don't even care anymore that's why we I'm should at. also get a chicken you know they got those chickens there the rotisserie yeah yeah i i don't like them as much as i used to my lady still likes them but the, the, you know a lot of people consider that a pretty strong bird <laughs> um <laughs> so i don't know but i don't um, need any more feedback from anyone i don't need any more emails wow, because i'm just a gonna very strange episode just gonna go in and, and buy whatever i see the first one i see okay all right i, I don't want to take you off your game here but uh, uh okay i'm just gonna say this because i think it's useful i learned about this from i want to say marco but probably syracuse and other people as well it doesn't matter r-t-i-n-g-s.com this um you got to go to, you got to go to ratings or artings. You got to R-T-I-N-G-S dot com. It is the best site I found for this incredibly confusing, complicated morass. Like, how about this, Dan? And then, isn't there somebody in your life? I'm going to bet you've looked for people with this role in your life. And I bet you've been the person in this role in someone else's life. You just want to walk up to somebody and go, what TV should I get? You know what I mean? Yeah. Isn't that kind of what we're talking about here? If we really try to boil it down. Like, what, what what TV should I get? And then usually, if your friend is cool, they'll ask you a couple sort of qualifying questions that could involve budget, but will maybe involve the most interesting friend you have here, title, the most interesting friend you have, have here is going to be the person who asks you a question that seems incredibly random. Like, you know what I mean? And you, you know you've given this advice to people in various technical situations. Um, what should I use to set up my site? Oh, do you ever anticipate it needing to become a fault intolerant, you know, five nines site. No, God, it's just fun. Okay, cool. Use this database, right? Isn't that fair to say? Aren't there some kinds of things where you would go like, I just want to make sure because if you ever did need to go to that thing, I would want to know now. So I can tell you, go get this like consumer setup that's going to work fine for you versus, boy, you're going to be in a world of pain if you don't do this on a line out or similar. You know what I mean? And um, I, mostly I just want somebody to go, here, get, get this one. This is the one people get. It's the good one. And unlike a certain New York Times acquired site that's gotten really not as good in the last few years, this site really does get into the weeds. If you want to get into the weeds, our tings will take you, or ratings will take you into the weeds. But it, I'm also going to link, I'll find these all for notes. It also has these great little wizards and robots and dinguses, including a wizard that's like, okay, how far from the screen will you be when you watch it? Like when you love something like that, of like, oh, everybody I know has gone from 55 to 66. Do I need that? Nuh-uh. You're going to be fine with 55 or or whatever. What's the lighting conditions? All those different things. And they'll walk you through, here's your best options. They don't shy away from telling you what the good cheap one is. Um, but they also don't shy away from saying, like, it's worth a little more to get this one rather than that one. Extensive testing. It's a little bit geeky, but I would say check out ratings. Now, I'm assuming, because you're a smart, smart, uh, smarter than the average bear, You've looked on this site for TV help already, probably. Yes, I have. Was it useful to you? Or was nope. it overwhelming? Or overwhelming and way beyond. And I also don't trust anyone. So 
Yeah, you don't trust anyone. No, not anymore. Because what they look at, the people who would go to this site, Merlin, and fill yeah. out the information on this site are people mm. who are way, way, way more caring about this stuff than I do. And therefore, I mm. can discount almost You're everything passionate they say. about a thing you don't care about today. I am very passionate because I don't want to be doing any of this. I don't want mm. to do any of this. It's I just really want the time. It, it like to be the way it used. It, it was the TV is a 1080. Is it Sony? Mm -hmm. Is it Samsung? Is it Vizio? It doesn't really matter that much. You just go in and, well, I kind of like the way the Sony one looks. So I got that one. And you know, Sony's a good brand done. <clears throat> well, you paid yeah, too okay. much. Well, fine. I paid a hundred bucks more than I should. I should have got this next time. I'll get the Samsung done. That's about as much as I want to do, mm -hmm. but I'm so I'm like aware that I'm, whatever I do is making a bad decision. I hate that feeling. I really hate that feeling. And that's the, to be honest. So this is my second LG TV. Um, but in the run-up to getting the first one, of course, I was consulting with Syracuse. Syracuse is going to, I'm sorry to say, I hate to break this to everybody, Syracuse is, will, will die rather than be happy just because he'd rather wait it out. Like, just buy a TV, John. John, just buy a TV. He's like, yeah, yeah, but 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 CLED is coming out, and I want to find out about this lens available. And it's just all this stuff where it's like, dude, just get the TV. So the problem with asking, a problem or benefit of asking a John Syracuse for advice is his skill set is very much in why you shouldn't do something, which I think can be a very useful skill set. Then there are other kinds of people, the devil on your other shoulder might be, you find your personal Marco Arment who goes like, oh, this is the one a lot of people get, but this one, if you pay a little bit more, I can promise you is going to like work better. It's so nice to have people like that in your life. And to your point, Dan, I feel you. Um, I, there's so many things. I, I love the privilege, the luxury, the agency of deciding what I'm going to care about in life. And I think there's never a disgrace in deciding that there's a whole bunch of stuff in life you either don't want to care about or choose not to care about. And people don't have to know what those things are. There's a lot of stuff I don't care about. Almost everything under Twitter's trending area. I really, I'm so, I mean, I'm not trying to be snarky. Like, I'm so glad that I'll never need to learn about the Kardashians any more than what I know, because people don't seem happy about that. Right. And I think you should get to decide what you don't care about. And you should get to voice your frustration about it. But I'm just going to say, I'm putting this in notes. In the rating section, there's a section called TV Tools. They make it very easy to compare any two models. They have this great graphic for uh, what TV size to buy, et cetera, et cetera. So if you want to nerd out a little bit, uh, and it, oh, God, it has a recommendation tool with sliders. You can do sliders. I'll put that in notes. And you know what? If you can be the friend who talks to somebody and tells them the one everyone gets or what to avoid or to ask the odd question, that's a good friend to have. Let's all, let's all be that friend. You know what I'm saying? Totally do. Uh, God, was this, this is an hour. What? Yeah, we're at this the hour. hour? Mm -hmm. Oh, we had all those other things. Tears and rain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go. I guess we should go. There's no point in starting early if you end late. I agree. Let's do it. To the Mad, Mad Hatter, Mad Hatter. Said, wow. Okay. All right. All right. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> so, sorry. To, sorry to take you over time. Um, all right. Um, let's button it up. All right. All right. I, uh, you know, love you. Love you too, brother, man. <laughs>